You're listening to the Outstanding Life Podcast with your host, Johnny D, the motivational cowboy. 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 As a motivational speaker, Johnny D impacts audiences around the world with his message of living the outstanding life. He's a best-selling author, MC, and two-time Grammy-considered artist. This podcast is a place where Johnny D can introduce you to his outstanding friends and share funny, interesting, and heart-provoking stories. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. Here comes your host, Johnny D. Hey everybody, I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy, and welcome to my Outstanding Life podcast. I am so excited about today. It is an early morning here on a Sunday here in Michigan, and I'm sitting here with my good friend, Joshua Spears. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Outstanding. You know, just the listeners already know this, but we're really good friends, and and there's sometimes that we talk two, three, four times a week just about just about everything, right? About kids, about relationships, about things that are going on with our jobs. And yeah. I mean, just whatever. There's just good, good, re, uh, a good rapport back yeah, and forth, absolutely. right? Absolutely. And we always talk about a good mentor. Yeah. And you, I, I remember you saying to me, you said, hey, listen, man, I, my mentor is my grandfather. Yes. You know, he's the man that, that taught me how to be a great father, a great husband, just a great guy. And I'm yeah. like, that sounds like a good podcast. And yeah, you said, yeah. perfect. Well, I'll tell you what, he's going to be down this weekend. And uh, so Joshua, I'm going to let you introduce your modern day superhero. Sure. Your grandfather. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, it's and I appreciate you, you having, having us on the show. Um, but yeah, cause Johnny and I, we, you, like you said, we talk quite a bit and we're always talking about lessons learned and we're talking about, you know, parenting and the challenges of being a dad as we're both, we both, we, you and I are both fathers and, and you know, what a better example that I had throughout the course of my life between my stepdad and my grandpa and my grandpa, you know, really stood in the gap a lot for me and, and helped me in so many ways that, you know, I just thought, you know, you, I, why not give your viewers an opportunity to hear about that? And then maybe they can recognize those people in their lives too. Mm-hmm. So, um, so my grandpa just agreed to come on the show and, you know, we're really excited to, to share his story. Well, introduce him. Well, this is Jerry Roberts. <laughs> Say hello, grandpa. Oh, <laughs> all right, Jerry. And then we have your mom here, yeah, Gloria. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. Good. Welcome Good. to the Outstanding Life Podcast. Right. This is great. So, Jerry, I, I just have to get these statistics right here yeah. because right. you uh, were married over fifty years yeah. to your lovely wife Ernestine. Yeah. You have five girls. Yeah. Could you imagine that? I can't five girls in a house. That. Oh my <laughs> lord, have mercy! You have one son. I got five bosses now. <laughs> you got that's right. <laughs> Five girls, one boy, 15 grandkids, and 15 great grandkids. How do you keep it together, my friend? It ain't easy. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. Jerry, and and I'm so happy that you agreed to do something like this, because you've never been on a podcast or anything like this before. And um, when, when you heard Joshua talking about you and about you being a role model in someone's life. How great is it to hear that these days that you were somebody's role model? Yeah. Yeah. Joshua's a role model. He's a role model. (laughs) (laughs) So what was, I mean, but what, but what is that like for you to, to, to realize that you were somebody's role model in life? That was good. I mean, uh, Josh, he was been at my house a lot and, Run over a few. I let him mow, and he ran over some shrubbery with a mower. <laughs> Come on. 
Well, you know, you, you know, what was it like for you growing up? I mean, you're 87 years old. Yeah. What was it like for you growing up? Because I'm sure it was a lot different than me. Yeah. And it's sure in a heck yeah. a lot different than your grandkids and great grandkids. Yeah. Well, I had a lot of brothers. And, I had a lot of brothers and sisters. Yeah. Uh-huh. There. How many? And there was eight. Uh, how many of it? Eight. Okay. Eight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and we had problems, you know, like everybody else. They played tricks on me and all that I didn't like, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My brothers. So yeah. you didn't have the internet back then? No, I didn't have nothing like that, no. Did they have TVs back then? They, Pardon? Did they have TVs? No, no, no TVs. So what did you do for fun? Well, we did. We had a radio, but they had a car battery in there, and that's why you're running so wait a second. You had a radio in the house oh, yeah. that was hooked up to a car battery. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> right. Now, for everybody listening right now, and you think you got it tough? <laughs> you think you right. got it tough? So You're still in 3G. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so you literally would sit around as a family and listen to like yeah. the old radio shows right. and stuff like that? Yeah. And back then, they didn't have a lot. And it was that we all slept upstairs. And, one, and had two daughters, two daughters I was up there, and then the rest was boys. Okay. And uh, we we had um, we had a big we had a big tick, like call them a tick, and it was so cold that we had that tick over, so it was buried under there. And wake up in the morning, and it'd be all frost the windows. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell them about the Northern Michigan winter when you had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, I had to go to the bathroom. I'd go out, and there was a outside toilet. Don't say it was an outhouse. Yeah, yeah outhouse, yeah. And you I, didn't even have a real toilet in the house? No. Anyway, and we'd, I'd run across there and bare feet into this toilet, and it was, you had to open the door, you know, just outside. It's like a shed, you know. And, <laughs> and you think you got it tough. If you're listening right now, you think you got it tough that you only have two bathrooms in the house? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. so did you go to school, and what was that like for you? Uh, it was. It was. Uh, I had to walk a long ways. You know. So the old cliche of "Hey, I had to walk 15 miles to school with no." He literally had to do that. You literally yeah. had to had walk. To there walk, was no bus yeah, picking yeah. you up. Mom and Dad didn't yeah. have cars driving yeah. you back and forth. Yeah, we lived about a half a, about a mile off the main road. Uh huh. And we had to walk all the way down, and the, it's, <laughs> no people down the bottom of the hill. When we went, wait for the bus there, and they had all these cats in there, and they were just crawling all over the walls. <laughs> and all these calls, you know. Anyway, uh, we couldn't hardly believe it. The old cat be walking across the table and stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I heard that you really enjoyed your work. Oh yeah, yeah. I was a I was a pattern maker to start with. Now, what's a pattern maker for for the people that don't know what that okay, is? Okay, you know the hydrants along the road. The yep. Red. Well, anyway, I I made patterns for them. We made were hydrants. Okay. Red, the red hydrants. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, like we were driving around the road the other day, and he, we were passing hydrant after hydrant, and he's <laughs> like, I remember making the and the the the, the literally. All over the world, the company you work for, literally, yeah. my sister's been yeah. in Japan, and she's seen hydrants from yeah. our hometown. Yeah. Really? And he yeah. made the pattern for yeah. those yeah. those hydrants. Yeah. So he was, you know, so yeah. yeah. So so this is the coolest part, though, is when I did some research on you, yeah. you started from the ground up. Yeah. You started at the at basically the bottom of this company, Yeah. and you worked your way all the way up to the top. That's right. Yeah. 
Tell us a little bit about that and what that well, uh, what that was like. Yeah, yeah it was uh, pretty rough because uh, some of the things you had to do was by hand work, was hammer and a chisel and stuff. And yeah. that's how it started out. But they ended up uh, making machine. They had made machines to do a lot of the work. But uh, and of course, I had guys working for me, and I had to train them to make to make the patterns and right. And, Make them up. How old were you when you started working? Uh, I was probably about 18 or 19. Okay. Something like that. And uh, anyway, I been there, uh, I think it was uh, 42 years. Yeah. I worked there 42 years. I retired from there. But uh, I also had a second job most of your life, yeah, too. Second you, job. Yeah. Yeah. I had done things at home, you know. Now, I'm just wondering, just because of what you said earlier, did you have a second job just to get out of the house with oh, six yeah. girls at the yeah, house? Yeah, and, right, and right. <laughs> right. It's right. like, hey, listen, I got yeah, a second right, job, right. honey. I got to yeah. go to work. I got to go to work. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was that one boy that drove him out. <laughs> <laughs> that one boy, right. Yeah. So, so you worked your way up, though. So you started 18, 19 years old. You worked there for 40-some years. Yeah. And you left there doing what for them? Uh, I, I was, when I left there, I was just a boss. You know, I run, run. Just the boss. Yeah, I was just the boss. boss. <laughs> and, and I think it's so important, though, because, yeah. I mean, you, like, you're so nonchalant yeah. about it, but people yeah. don't realize yeah. that you don't start at the top. No. And you worked your way up yeah. from 18, 19 years you old, know, yeah. all those years, yeah. to be the boss. Yeah. And, uh, and then I worked in Detroit at one time, too. Uh, you know, I, it was before I got real heavy in the laundry out there. Uh-huh. And... Uh, we, I come down here, and uh, I've done a lot of work down here, too, a machine shop. Yeah, you know, okay. And learn, learn that. So, obviously, you, you worked hard. Yeah. Who taught you the meaning of hard work? Who was it for you that, that yeah. instilled in you that, hey, you know what, you have to work hard if you're, yeah. you're going to make it in life? Yeah. It, uh, yeah, and he had the... You had to really work hard to get any place. Yep. Yeah, and I had a lot of guys working for me when I actually got heavy into it. You know, right. And run the whole foundry there. You know. Who was the person, though, for you that taught you how to work hard? Well, it was a friend of mine. His name was Ray Olson, and uh, he, uh, he he worked at the he was a pattern maker, too. Okay. I learned a lot of stuff from him, and... and uh, but uh, it was it was, a, it was it wasn't easy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Working with your hands and yeah. literally, I mean, because those things are not. I had a hard time finding any girls for friends, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and that and that's and that's the th- thing too. Working two jobs. Um, what was what was the most rewarding thing about working where you worked and well, doing was, what what you do? Two, uh, one guy was run. Uh, in the pattern shop where I was from Germany, he was a German mm-hmm. working there, a pattern maker, and another guy was, was uh, in town there. His his uh, son was a, um, he, I think he was a uh, policeman from Detroit. Okay, and he was and he worked there, and uh, so that's where I got my learning in there from the German. Okay, guy. he was right from Germany. Really, he was in the war, you know. Did he ever teach you any German? 
He talked it sometimes when they get mad. <laughs> when he was mad at you. <laughs> I love that. They'd have a guy coming out of the foundry, kind of pecking at him, and he'd take off in German. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he said, but it wasn't was good. <laughs> so what, was that job, was it a physical job? Yeah. It was. Yeah, we made patterns. You know, the manholes around here? Yeah. It was making patterns for them. You know, like that. Yeah. East Jordan Iron Works is all over the world. Do you know that? No, I didn't know Making that. High, all these red iron, they sell them all over the world now. No kidding. And it was yeah. right here in Michigan. Yeah, right in East Jordan, Michigan. That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. So so I, I, I have to ask, I also understand that you were a big hunter. You love yeah. to hunt. Yeah. Now, I, again, was it the, the sport of hunting or yeah. was it... You just wanted to get out of the house. Uh, no, it was a sport. I got a lot of deer hanging up that I had. And, and I, in fact, I got a little fawn in my house. You know, he ain't alive, but he's there. Right. <laughs> yeah, this fawn. I, I went up there, and he was laying down in the things there. And, you know, the, a deer, the mother puts him up where they can't. Nobody mm-hmm. can see him. I went up on this one of our hills where the, and up there, and, you know, I went over there and hear that little devil was laying in the weeds there, you know. I reached down and petted his head, head and he didn't do anything, that devil. And, uh, but I got, took a picture of him, and now I got a great big picture in my house of him. Oh, you know, no kidding. There, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So did, did you only hunt here in Michigan, or did you hunt no, all over the country? No, I didn't. I just in Michigan. Okay. A lot of people go out west and all over. Right. But it was all the... Well, we right in my backyard, really. <laughs> right, that's awesome. Yeah. So, did did you grow up on a farm then too? Oh yeah, I grew up on a farm. Yeah. Okay, so it was a lot of hard that work. Not oh, only that wasn't fun. Milking cows <laughs> wasn't fun. <laughs> so, so wait a second. Like back then, you didn't have a machine doing it for you. You actually had to no, do it by we, hand. We done it by hand. And you did it by hand to have milk to drink. Yeah, right. Correct. Right. Yeah. It wasn't like you were selling yeah, it and stuff. That yeah. you you lived off the farm. Yeah. yeah. That makes. And then we take the, all the milk inside, and we had to make butter, you know, crank that big machine that right. make butter. and uh, The ones that, that we see as antiques now, <laughs> yeah, that right. you actually yeah. used it yeah, for butter? Right. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say, while we're on that subject, tell him the story about um, all in the hay when your dad was up on the trailer and the horses. Oh, yeah, yeah. My, uh, well, we, we, uh, with all we call hay by hand, you know, the horse, yeah, shoving on top of the trailer. Anyway, so my dad was up on top, and he told me, he said, "You get off and and uh, open the gate because there's cows in the under part." Anyway, so I got out and I got up to the thing and I went open. The damn deer bit me, or the horse bit me around top of this neck there, and then I ran and hit him, and the, off the trail, my dad went on the ground in the back when he turned back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you literally, I mean, like you almost think about this. It's like the things that we see on TV, mm-hmm. yeah. he actually lived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You actually, so so when, when you see like Bale being, you know, put up on top of the yeah. uh, um, uh, uh, barn, yeah. you did it by hand. Yeah, well, what we did, uh, we did on a trailer and we had, we had a horse and we'd run like a knee, sharp Neva thing and you'd drive it down there and fold it. Well, then you'd go and pull it up there and go up, up on top of the hay. So the horse would pull it? The horse would pull it up, up 
up a cattle up <laughs> right in the top. No the, kidding. Yeah. Oh wow. Do you do you do you miss the farm? Not that kind of work. <laughs> <laughs> so you love to hunt. Did you did you also do a lot of fishing then too? No fishing. No fishing. Just I never, hunting. I never was a fisher in my life. Okay. Home. What what else did you do for fun? Uh, because obviously two jobs. Yeah. Uh, six kids. Yeah. You didn't have a whole lot of time for yourself unless it was a hunting trip or I, something no, like that. No. I'd make a lot of stuff by hand. And they call it a jumper. Do you ever know what a jumper was? No. Well, it's a thing. It's got a seat on it. And uh, and it's got a runner on the middle of it, right between your legs. Like a ski. Like okay. A ski. Well, anyway, I made a lot of them and sold them. And then people would get up on the hill sat down on that and they had, they had their feet up in the air and hold on here and they rode that thing down there like you know <laughs> like, a, like a snowmobile so you like to uh, invent things then oh, too yeah, i made a lot of stuff you 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 worked a lot with your hands yeah yeah so what was it like i just have to ask what was it like for you when you got your first family tv i mean because again you go into someone's house and every yeah. room has a tv right yeah, yeah. That had to be like a big deal for you guys. Oh, I mean, yeah. going from a radio to a TV. Yeah. Do you remember that when when your family got their your first TV, or I, I or just, just what it was like to watch TV for oh, the first yeah, time? Really, yeah, I was really something. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But, but uh, it took a long time to get one. Day after. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then at that point it was only black and white, and yeah. then they moved to yeah. color. Yeah. So I just I just I personally have to ask. Let's let's just pretend it's just me and you talking right yeah. now, okay? Your grandson's not here. Your daughter's not here. I have to know, what was it like to have that many kids in one house? Uh, I have one daughter. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't even rough. imagine. Yeah. In fact, I got do- knocked down the stairway more than once. <laughs> <laughs> I like how politically correct he is right now. He's like, you, you, you don't know who's going to be listening to this. Yeah. I love that. Well, we all slept in the upstairs. There was the eight of us all together, and the two girls at ways at the end of the room up there. That's where they slept, and we slept back, back, father, back that way. With your kids in the house, that was probably pretty loud. Trying to get them off for school and everything. Oh, indeed, yeah. I bet you were probably well, we happy to, that you were at work when Grandma to, was doing yeah. that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, we had to walk a half a mile to, yeah. to get onto the bus. Sure, in the winter time even. Yeah, yeah. So, so I hear too. You didn't just like hunting; you also like playing cards. Tell me a little bit about your Saturday Saturday night card games with the guys. Yeah, we had. Uh, did you play poker? I mean, what what game did you play? No, it was a it was, it was a different kind of a game. Yeah. Canasta. Canasta. Okay. You know, yeah. then it went to uh, card playing. With it. What, what pay you, me. Pay me and call it pay me, and. Uh, You'd deal the cards, and you'd have to end up paying them. You know? <laughs> one of my one of my memories growing up is uh, me and my cousin, who's about my age. Yeah. Uh, his name's Steve, and we used to always go over there on Saturday nights and watch the Dukes of Hazard. And and my grandpa and his brother married my grandma. And so my grandpa and his brother married two sisters. Oh, wow. So they okay. used to get together every Saturday night when then, of course, grandpa had his other sister yeah, and, yeah. and you remember Bill and Geneva, right? Yeah. And they would get around this card table every Saturday night and yeah. the, the, just sitting in the other room, listening yeah. to them bicker back and forth, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Republican, Democrat, back and forth. It was, it's one of those childhood memories you never forget. Right. Yeah. My older brother, he was kind of 
foolish, you know. <laughs> he drank a little bit. And, uh, anyway, he had this table, and you could see through it. So he'd be under there getting good carbs and stuff. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, he would be no, cheating. No. Yeah, he was cheating. <laughs> <laughs> right, he was cheating. There's yeah. a story one time about um, him having a white shirt on and going to the bathroom and coming back, and you, they could see the card in his pocket <laughs> of his shirt. But, you know, Jake, Jake was a great, a great, great guy, uh, yeah. his grandpa's brother, and, him then, and then he married my grandma's sister. Right. So they, were, they yeah. grew up, you know, you know so. Real really, close. Yeah. 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 So I, I, so I have to ask, I mean, marriages don't last 50 years anymore, they, it yeah. seems. Yeah. What's the secret to keeping somebody? Uh, it's it, it's uh, it's uh, well, the, you got they got to be the boss to keep a woman. They got to let them be boss. Oh, you have to let I them got, be the boss. Right. The women. <laughs> Do we need to let people hear this right now? Maybe we should edit that part out. No. <laughs> Gloria, your mom's looking at me like, uh-uh. No, you got to be the boss. Johnny, I've been married 14 years, and that's what's been working for me. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm not married. <laughs> so, so to be happy, to be together for 50 years, you have to let them be the boss. Yeah. And, and and I'm not being funny right now. How yeah. I mean, yeah. I explain that because because there's a lot of men sitting there right now not realizing that you have to let them have their way sometimes. You have to let them have their way. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just that uh, you you can't be running over your wife all the time. Yeah. You got to let them. You know, let them think they were doing anyway. <laughs> I love this. You know, one thought there, you know, Grandpa, I think what, you, what you're, you're saying there is, is very powerful. But I think, you know, the role of the husband, you know, and a lot of times the traditional sense is the man's the man, the man of the house. Right. Yeah. But ultimately, you're the, the, the servant, right? You're the lead servant. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, you, you let them have their way, and, yeah. and, so, and that's all true, right? But but it's also like just servant, and I think that that's one thing that you definitely show, showcased yeah. for us over the years. But I love that you say that because it's, you yeah. never we never realized how much Grandma was running this show until right <laughs> until you got a little older. But 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 I have to ask Jerry, did it take you a few years yeah. to realize that that's the way? To keep right. her happy? Yeah. Did it take you a little time yeah. Oh, yeah. to learn that? Yeah, right. I got to be family of the year, too, you know. Yes. Yeah. I heard you were father of the year. Father of the year, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, just a couple years ago. Yeah. Right before COVID. Yeah. Got yep. My, go ahead, Grandpa. Yeah, so just, you got to be loose with it. You, <laughs> you got to be loose with it. <laughs> maybe, I love it. Maybe real quick here, since we have an opportunity, because obviously, you know, my grandpa, when he won that award, he was what, 85, 86 yeah. years old. And my mom and her sisters um, were able to nominate him for that. Mom, why don't you tell him a little bit about why you decided to nominate him for that? Well, um, because, you know, growing up, it was different, you know, back then. But also, um, you know, like I loved horses and he had, he ended up buying me horses and yeah. putting in a, a fence and pasture yeah. and hauling hay and all that. And I was one of six. Yeah. You know, and, but that was the kind of father he was. Mm -hmm. um, he spent his life serving us and then 
and my mom my mom had MS, and the last 10 years was really hard for her, and she was going downhill. And then the, the last while, she had had a stroke, and when she was going to come home, they wanted to put her in a place. They kept saying, well, we don't think you can take care of her. And he said, he said, no, I can take care of her. But he had always planned on, in the winters when he retired, going to Florida. But by the time he retired, she was getting bad enough that she took a lot of care, was mm-hmm. in a wheelchair. So he never did get to do that, and he never complained about mm-hmm. never complained about it. He just did. Yeah. And so he was the cook and the cleaner and mm-hmm. the nurse and everything. Mm-hmm. And and it kept getting harder and harder till at the end he had to have a lift to move her from one spot to the other. Yeah. But she never she always stayed at home and yeah. she ended up dying at home. You know? Oh wow. And it was a perfect example of the commitment. You know, yeah, and yeah. the commitment as a father and the commitment as a husband that isn't out there a lot today. And so we just, you know. Yeah, she had the, the I had the, in the bedroom where she sat, where she slept, why I built a ramp up like this. I couldn't get her up there because she was heavy, pretty heavy. So I built a ramp up there and I, Robert, push her, the, wheelchair right out there and she get off and off in the bed you know you know it's so cool those of you that are listening right now um and this is where i have to be kind of a storyteller but jerry when he's talking about wheeling his wife up to the bedroom he's smiling you can see the smile on his face <laughs> i mean how beautiful is that he's taking literally i'm getting goosebumps right now i mean here here here's a man that wanted to retire in Florida and he's mm-hmm. taking care of his wife and, and and it's just another example of why we're doing this podcast today mm-hmm. and and showing people that um you, you have to lead by example. Yeah. yeah. You know, a, an example of being a a great yeah. husband and, yeah. and putting her first. Yeah. Letting her think that right. she's right, right all the time. Yeah. And and but then being a great father and and when you're telling the story about um, you, you know, your dad working two jobs and him buying you horses yeah. and, and building the fences. And I mean, you know what I mean? It's not like, hey, I'm going to have somebody buy you a horse. I'm going to have somebody do this for you. He was actually and that has to mean so much more knowing that your dad yeah. did all those things, because I get almost teary eyed now thinking yeah. about all the yeah. sacrifices my dad did for me yeah. before he passed. And people don't yeah. realize the sacrifice when you're a good father or you're a good yeah. you know, mom. Yeah the sacrifices that come with having a child. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I gotta be honest. I mean, you know, 29 years ago when, when, you know, my daughter, the day she was born, I changed as a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That first kid will do it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Or three kids yeah. or six, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, thank yeah. you, Jerry, for being yeah. such a great yeah. role model. Yeah. So, so I have to go back to, 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 to the story. So you and your sisters get together and write, um, and send it in for him to be father of the year? Like, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, well, we sent it in, and people warned us, don't worry, you, you know, you don't usually, some people say, said never, but he'll, he'll never get it the first time. You'll have to redo it. Right. And then they told us, well, there's a lot of competition this year. There's a lot of people that sent them in. Uh-huh. But um, it was the first year that we sent it in, and he came he got it. Out yeah. Of all the people that had applied that year. Yeah. What was it like for you, Jerry? Because I remember seeing pictures, and I think that if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that you in a in a convertible? Yeah. 
in a parade. Yeah. What am I right? Yeah. Do I remember? Okay, yeah, I remember on social media the seeing whole, seeing the those. Whole, the whole town came out there, police department, and they all come by the where I was living out to her place. He's talking about a birthday. Right now, he's talking about a birthday. His during lockdown was it yeah. last year? Yeah, his birthday yeah. last year in April. Yeah, it was during lockdown. And um, they were doing birthdays for kids, but I called our local um, police station, and they said, well, "Well, we can make an exception for him." And so there was—I don't know how many cars. There was four or five different police cars, you know, local and county, and our our EMS, two ambulances. Mm -hmm. There was fire trucks. Oh, they did a drive-by. Yeah, drive-by. Yeah, drive-by for, yeah, drive for your birthday. Well, the biggest <coughs> problem. I didn't even know what I was doing out there. And I told Roy, he didn't realize it was coming. They come by and they were waving at me, and I said, "What the hell are they waving at me for? <laughs> <laughs> what are they waving at me for?" But it was all about about the, you know that. It day. was all about you. Police, yeah, all about me. And I, like I said, there's a eight or ten police cars and and that people people from all over town. There must have been five hundred people coming by there. Tell tell That's him so about cool. when you were in the Freedom Festival parade. Oh yeah, I was in a. Yeah, I got the father the, of the year, and the, that's the, the convertible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the father of the year. And then it, uh, what was that like for you, Jerry, to be in a parade, for, for everybody to see you knowing that you won father of the year in front of, you know, all these people and in your kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had, did this for you. I had a big hat with stars all over it, <laughs> riding this damn convertible. <laughs> anyway, I... Uh, <laughs> They was waving at me, and I go by, and we went by up through the East Jordan. Yeah, I had to make you feel pretty excited. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was really. He's yeah. a humble guy. It probably made yeah. you feel a little. Yeah. Did right. you feel maybe a little awkward because yeah. you're not, yeah. not all the attention was on yeah. him? He probably yeah. was like, "What the heck?" For right. sure. <clears throat> yeah. So, so what is one of your favorite memories of of having your wife of fifty years? And the family, like, did you guys have like, do you remember a family vacation that you guys took or yeah. just something like, do you remember something fun that has always been in your head about your family? Yeah, we had, uh, she had sisters, but they were in Illinois, my wife did. And, and uh, I took her down there a couple, three times. You know, okay. In Wake County, Illinois. So I have to, so you, so you, you went to Illinois. What kind of car were you in? Do you remember? Yeah, it was a. Probably a 19, uh, I don't know what that car was now. But anyway, it was something else. It had to see you could actually come back and sleep in the back. You know, she got tired. <laughs> so, so, so you and your wife would go. Did did you have all of your children with you too? No. Okay, it was just. Not the, always. Just... Some, sometimes. Nice. But we so, did take a lot of trips, but it was usually half of us would go. Okay. And then another trip, the other half would go. <laughs> yeah. That's so, that is so neat. Yeah. Yeah. We had Gloria, we had horses. You know, how many times she got bucked off on that. And she took a, she's lucky she's here today. Because more than once, one time they, she was in a, went out, where'd you go to? A, a, well, when I was a kitten, <clears throat> when I was a kitten got bucked off, I walk away, but yeah. he's referring to in 2016 yeah. when I got bucked off a horse yeah. and broke up. A that wasn't too long ago. No. Yeah. You still ride? No. Okay. My kids that was, won't let me. I was going to say that was the last <laughs> time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 
Wow. I remember uh, when my we were actually, just before we came over here this morning, we were watching a, a commercial, and there was a Disney World commercial, and I remember going to Disney World with my grandpa and grandma and my mom and brother and sister and my cousin. And we remember we that trip, Grandpa, you drove down there, and yeah. um, we were all in the camper just playing cards and hanging out, and Grandpa's driving like a saint. And <laughs> we got down there, and we were at Disney World, and then when it was time to go, man, he was ready to get back. I can't imagine. Can you imagine riding with, was there six, five, six kids in the car and people? Remember that that yeah. trip down to Disney World? Yeah. That was a, it was a long drive. Yeah, I remember we, uh, going that, to that trip. Why? We stopped, had to stop all of it once and stop because uh, – his brother, I don't know where he went, but he didn't get on, and we was going, starting out, and we slammed the brakes on, and Josh took the standing there holding the door in that trailer. It was actually camper. a camper. Camper. Yeah. <laughs> he tore the damn door right off and fell down. <laughs> and here come, the, here come his brother around. Well, we, we, we stopped at a gas station after we were on the road. We realized we forgot him. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, yeah. 11, 12, yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, did, we, did we ever go back? No, just, okay. <laughs> how many times that that has happened? Oh, geez, yeah. I'll never forget. That That reminds me of one time I had my daughter out in a park one day, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to go hang out with my kid. And, um, you know, we're out by the water. I had the blanket. We had a picnic. And I dozed off mm-hmm. to wake up, and my kid was not near next to me. And scared to death. There was, this was before cell phones and everything else. I'm running around the park like a, yeah. a you know, a madman. And there is my daughter on the swings, just happy as a clam, going, Daddy, I was letting you sleep. And I'm like, are you kidding you? Like, I appreciate you doing something nice, but man, this is crazy. God, you, you've had to have a, a, a couple of those moments. Oh, a lot of them, yeah. With you. <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, Josh, now, Joshua, yeah. I know that... Go ahead. Go ahead Joshua, Jared. he's a... Favorite, one of the favorite. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, he, uh, he says, uh, he, I said, we want to mow out here today. And he's, he's been, I, I can't remember how old he was, probably about. Yeah, I was young. Yeah, yeah. young. And all of a sudden, I he got on the mower. I said, you do this and do that. Okay. And then I heard the old mower going, blah, 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 and looked down, and he was on top of one of the little trees. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what, Grandpa? It's payback time, because you know what? Last summer, Grandpa came over to my house, oh. and he was out on my property mowing. mowing. You know, you've seen my property. Yeah. I got big log landed. Yeah. He's out there mowing, and next day, he's over in the neighbor's yard. And it, it wasn't his fault. He didn't know where the neighbor's yard Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I cut my grass really short. The neighbor keeps it really long. Yeah. And my, so, so I'm just saying, you know, you know, I guess you paid me back. You paid me back. But that also, I didn't know about that story, but I do know that your one of your sons wanted to start uh, mowing the grass on the tractor. Yeah. yeah, and this is where it gets good too in paybacks. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they he would do two or three swipes and say, "Okay, Daddy, I'm done." Yeah, and you're like, "No, no, no, you have to finish." Yeah, you said you wanted to do this. Yeah. you are going to finish. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. that it was just last year. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, and I remember one time he had this. Grandpa had a well. You know, there's a well in his backyard, and I hit the well, and it bent the pipe. Um, <laughs> and you know, and there's there has been on 
honestly, like we could sit here literally all day <laughs> yeah, and yeah, tell right. stories about, you know, remember that I, I, yeah. I, 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 he had a snowmobile and he used to let me ride it and I got it stuck in the creek in the middle of the winter. Um, you know, and he never got really mad at me though. Oh, I think wow. he was, it was always like he was, I, I remember one time that he, something like that happened and I thought he was going to be really irate with me. And yeah. He was just kind of chuckling, you know, and you know, as a parent, I, I, I can respect that because sometimes our kids do things that we're frustrated by. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, uh, did that and all through high school, you know, and you know, um, if I wanted shoes doing certain things, you know, grandpa and grandma would, would, would help me with stuff, yeah. you know, but I always had to pay for it and they would, yeah. you know, I remember mowing their lawn all the time. Yeah. And, but when I first started, I, I was definitely, and I got some talking to's because <laughs> I, I did, like you said, with my, with my boy, Danny, and yeah. Charlie, you get halfway through and stop. And he's like, I'm paying for the lawn to get mowed, not half of it. <laughs> right. And he, so he would hold me yeah. accountable. So, yeah. so Jerry, you being a father of six kids, mm-hmm. were you a strict father? Pretty well. Yeah. yeah. They had to be not do anything and didn't like. <laughs> His eyes got real big like, hey. Yeah. yeah Josh I, here, he, he, uh, he's already told him, I said, if when I die, I want you to be the preacher there. <laughs> he, 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 he can get up and talk all day long and don't bother him. He can tell all that stuff you know has grandpa always been a modest guy like this yeah yes yeah he's 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 uh and i'm saying this in front of him on this podcast but he's he's the example of you know um i've had a couple with him and my stepdad both where you know you can see being out in the world yeah Yeah. especially you and i doing what we do and the people we interact with and the people we communicate with um the best people on the planet don't talk about being the best people right exactly <laughs> they're observed by others by as being extraordinary and amazing and mm-hmm. and just like him talking out we're, we're prodding him to talk about father of the year stuff yeah, yeah right. nowadays it's hey everybody look at me yeah hey, everybody look at me yeah. hey everybody look at me and he's like well um, my wife was kind of running the show my wife kind of did this yeah just and but that just goes to like that humility yeah right that yeah. that you and i both know all of us know but grandpa you and your generation yeah, yeah. You know, just the way you're wired, you yeah. know, but, but that's kind of what led to us talking about this is that yeah. lost yeah. art of the work that goes into yeah. being a man and a dad and, 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 and how, yeah. Like the sacrifices so too. Always been it's, modest. Absolutely. Was it? Yeah. Okay. So I want to know, was grandpa, was Jerry strict? For me, yeah, for, for you. Me, I, I will say there have been many <laughs> I have, times. I have a few stories I can tell you. About. Okay, good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I, I will. I will say that there. Are, I remember one time I had this job and I was really, I was really not doing well and I had a bad attitude and yeah. I was I was fresh out of high school and I got fired. Yeah. And 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 about a few weeks later, I was working for my grandpa and my uncle, and I was having a bad attitude. And he goes, "I can see why he fired you." you know? <laughs> and I, went up to the house, I went up to the house crying, you know, yeah. I really did. And, but then, but then I thought, you know what? I mean, he he's t- he, maybe he's right. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of changed my attitude. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he was strict on me as far as that goes, but he was also really good about you know. Not making it about you know it wasn't strict in a bad way. It was yeah. it was you know development and teaching mm-hmm. and coaching our our parent our you know you know and as I work with my kids I I, I have a newfound respect for what goes into that as far yeah. as correcting somebody in a way that's harsh enough for them to change, yeah. but also doesn't break them you know yeah. and I think Grandpa does always done a good job of making that balance. Yeah, 
He was always a good communicator, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. As he winks at me and says, that's (laughs) right, I straighten his butt out real quick. (laughs) I'll tell you right today, he can talk about there's a thousand people out here. He'd sit there all, day, all day long, and he would talk. I, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's good because that's how he makes a living. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> Johnny, I've, I've known Johnny for several years now, and he's he's been a mentor of mine for a long time, and he's he's helped me how to he's taught me how to do it and make sense <laughs> and make money. Yeah. You know, um, Joshua, you. This was a few weeks ago. I remember you telling me a story, and I don't want to get personal, but I'm just going to ask the question. If it is, we'll cut it out. But um, you would talk about your grandmother singing to you, yeah, and um, and you—that's something that you never forgot. And um, I, I remember because I don't know if it was a thing back then, but I remember my grandma like singing to me. Like mm-hmm. you know, you, you start thinking about the story that you told me, and then you start—I start thinking about my own life, sure. right? But I have to ask you, Jerry, did your wife sing to you too? Oh, yeah. Yeah? She was a singer. Yeah. Yeah, she even wrote, she wrote uh, uh, quite a few uh, books about Wanda, on kids and stuff. Really? Wanda, yeah. That's awesome. Did did you know that your grandma wrote? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, she wrote a lot of really cool stories. Yeah. 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 That is so cool, and, and and again, it's a it's it goes back to the the simple things, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she I'll wasn't trying you, to be famous. She was she yeah. just wanted to do what was I'll in her heart. I'll tell you one story about her. Anyway, my brother was getting married, and was down was going downstate. Okay, and anyway, and, uh, and we was uh, my brother was just standing up with with these girls when he was get, getting married. So we we was on the thing anyway, and and she. Uh, we got, we was going to a restaurant, you know, when they get to the restaurant. Anyway, uh, we got kind of lost them. They didn't, we didn't, <laughs> mother, we didn't keep track of her. And uh, anyway, so we got there and my wife uh, says, oh, come on, I'll sound like something. I said, okay. When I was there, she hit me right side of the head with her port. Purse, <laughs> knocked me on the ground because I was uh, drinking beer around them women. <laughs> her, her term was he was slurping it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so it's okay to get to get hit in the head a couple of times if oh, you yeah, need to I if got, you're married. Got hit quite a few times. <laughs> he came back in and the yeah. reception. This is because my mom used to tell the story. And he tried convincing them inside the reception that she did it, and they didn't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> he, has a, he has a big welt on his head. And that was acceptable back then. Yeah. These yeah. days, you get the cops called on you. <laughs> big purse alongside of your head, you wake up quick. <laughs> well, one thing I noticed, that <clears throat> I noticed this today, you know, when you were asking questions about when he was working, he, he said 18 or 19, that was when he went, out and got got a job but that wasn't all the time that he worked at the farm right and um couldn't play sports or they couldn't do any of that because no. they had to come home and work on the farm yeah and that was all just mm-hmm. to him just the way it was that's the way it was, it was acceptable yeah. yeah so when you ask when he started working he was actually um that was when he started working outside his dad's farm yeah yeah a lot of that stuff was rough. 
a lot of people don't know what a farm is like to work on it. That's yeah. right. You don't know, you and know. that's for sure. Well, pe- people don't know what it's like to work hard these days. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be honest. You I mean, done, you know what I mean? Done it's, everything by hand, more or less. You know, they had a mower with two horses on the front mowing hay. You know, a big thing <laughs> going back and forth. And, and one time they took off running down the damn road. <laughs> you know, they fell off the thing and they took off down the road. <laughs> more work. My dad was really mad when he uh, when he got the, got busted up pretty bad that morning. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't stop, you know. Joshua, what's what's the memory? You know, your your grandfather sitting here with you right now. Um, what's a memory that you remember most about him? Maybe growing up. Maybe it was. You know, recently, what is it with you? Like, and, and I get it after the podcast, you're going to think of 50 other ones. Mm-hmm. But as you're sitting here with us right now, what's a memory that you have of your grandfather? Yeah. That meant something to you. Well, I think, you know, I think there's, there's, a, I, I could talk all day uh, about it because there's so many of them. I remember um, when I was in high school going to a, a football game and I wanted to go to college. And I remember he, um, we got talking and we went for a walk, uh, through the parking lot and we went to where they sell like the gear for this, this school. And he bought me a football, a hat for the school of central Michigan. It was a hat. And, and he was like, you really need you know, you want to go to college and, and you really want to you know do something and, and, and really encouraging me to do mm-hmm. that. And, and I, I've never wore that hat, but I still have it. Um, you know, and then, you know, I remember, you know, when he was at my college graduation, you know, on the bookend of that, you know, and, yeah. and he was there and I got a picture of me and him hugging and laughing, you know, yeah. cause we always had a lot of fun together yeah. and I have that in my office, you know, now with COVID I present all the time and it's yeah. always, it's in the people in my, they can't see it cause it's out of view, but I see it every day. And, yeah. and so, you know, that memory, you know, and I think with grandpa, um, you know, sometimes love is telling somebody you have a chip on your shoulder and you need to get it off. Sometimes love is me complaining about my boss and he's saying, you should be thankful you have a job. Sometimes it's, it's, you know, you really do have an amazing life. You realize that, don't you? These are things he says to me Mm -hmm. and, um, boy, you sure do have amazing in-laws. And I'm like, yeah, I do grandpa. Thank you for, for reminding me. And, um, and you know, so do I don't do I need reminded? But the fact is, is we do. Yeah. And I think that when it comes to, you know, I remember, and I, again, I said I could go on. I remember one time when I was working for him after that time where I said that, you know, he said, I can see why that guy fired you. My grandpa, you know, I worked for him all the way through college, him and my uncle. So they taught me how to be an employee and how to work and how to be an entrepreneur. And he's like, you're always going to have somebody, even if you own a business, you're always going to have a boss mm-hmm. and you got to learn how to keep them happy. Yeah. And, and those Johnny, as I worked in management for years and now doing what we do, you know, I, I, I think that those conversations about life, um, you know, and then, and then also, you know, my mom talked about it, you know, the, you talked about the ramp, you mm-hmm. know, on the way at the, at the bed and the way he took care of grandma. Um, you know, keep in mind for no particular reason, I just always ended up started staying there. I've in high college, I'd come over the summer and I would stay there Christmas. So I got a front row seat to yeah. see that and to see what love looks like. Sometimes, sometimes it's giving somebody a bath or using a lift and, and, 
You know, I know grandpa's a humble guy, and that, but, mm-hmm. but I think that he not only just gave me good advice with his words, but his actions to me were a model of what mm-hmm. a man is supposed to be. Not a big shot, not, 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 not a bragger, not, not, but uh, to, to serve his family. And, and I'm nowhere near where I need to be. Nowhere near where I need to be, and I'm nowhere near where he. Had, I mean, I have three, and he had six, and um. But I, I, I Grandpa, you, you, you set you set the bar really high, mm-hmm. and and between me and all of your grandkids, you're a shining example mm-hmm. of. You know, I tell my kids every day when yeah. God gave me you, he he called me to the biggest job in my life is raising my kids, mm-hmm. and. When it comes to being a man in the home, being a man to your family, to your kids, you're a world-class champion. And and I'm fortunate. Mm-hmm. I'm the lucky one because mm-hmm. I got a chance to learn from somebody that was so exceptional mm-hmm. at it. And so, I mean, I could go on uh, and, 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 and there's, there's, there's more stories. And we also had a lot of fun together too. It wasn't like it was always, I mean, yeah. grandpa and I would, I remember when I went hunting with him and, yeah. and I went down and, and I fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, and there, you know, so I, there's, a, it was a lot of, a lot of fun there too. But if you look back at your life and I think all the people listening to this podcast, they can probably look back at their life and see certain people in their lives and certain elements of their lives that made them who they are. Um, but I think that we have to be honest when we look back and see who helped make us who we are. Right. right. And, 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 you know, me and my grandpa today are still close. I mean, he's been down to my house all the time and I go see him. He was in your wedding. He was, he was a groomsman in my wedding. And, and I, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones because I'm, because I had that. There's a lot of people who may not, you know, and I think that, um, again, um, Again, this isn't about me and just because the thing that's my relationship with him, he has the same relationship with a lot of his grandkids, a lot of his, a lot of his family. So, you know, um, and and that's the thing that, that, you know, it's, I guess at the end of the day, all that talking and not trying to dominate the show here, but (laughs) advice given is great, but advice modeled is invaluable. Yeah modeled. Let me ask you this, Joshua, because a lot of people listening to the podcast, I think that this is important. First of all, I believe that families should sit around a kitchen table and talk more Mm -hmm. because back when Jerry was a young man and growing up and and having six, you know, uh, kids Mm -hmm. and, and and all that, they probably did a lot of talking and Gloria could probably, you know, touch on that, but people are losing this, Mm -hmm. losing what we're doing right this second. Mm -hmm. So, and, and then people say, after someone leaves this earth, mm-hmm. they say, I wish I could have, mm-hmm. I wish I could have said this. I wish I would have said this. Yeah. I wish I would have mm-hmm. shared this with them. Joshua, I'm going to put you on this spot because your grandfather is right next to you right now. He is right next to me and he's right across from, you know, his daughter. What do you want to tell your grandfather? Yeah. I mean, that's a heavy, heavy question. <laughs> and, 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 I never said it was going to no, be easy. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And I yeah. think that, you know, in all honesty, I think it's something you've heard before, but I think, you know, I, I had a really ch- rough childhood mm-hmm. and my mom worked really hard and, and, but my dad, and there was a lot of issues and my grandpa stood in the gap and, and, you know, the, the, the life that my boys have is a large part of because of you between you and my mom and my stepdad, mm-hmm. you know, and then you, you teaching me how to work and, and everything yeah. like that. So, so the, the, 
on behalf of my family, you know, it's just, I thank yeah. you for everything yeah. you've done. And, yeah. and, and, and I think that, um, we need to tell people, we need to tell people that I love you and I appreciate you. And I thank you. And my son, Charlie and Danny and Benji, they're not going to know. They have no idea what my childhood was like yeah. because of the work that, that was done on me by my family. And he was a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that, um, you know, thank you, grandpa for yeah. standing in the gap. Cause he yeah. really did. He really stood in the gap where there yeah. was a hole in my life and yeah. he helped fill it. Yep. Um, and I'm fortunate because I, I didn't have a dad, so to speak, to, to learn from, but I had a great stepdad and my grandpa and my grandpa and I have just been really close my whole life. And I feel like I'm cheating the system because here I am in my, I'm in my early forties and he's in his late eighties and we're, we're sitting around my house, hanging out with my kids and, mm-hmm. and having conversations. And I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of people who don't have those people in their lives anymore. Mm, that's um, right. So I, I just appreciate it, and, mm-hmm. and I hope to be a good example for, for my kids. I hope I can be half as good yeah. as, as you were. And that's me. a great life lesson. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, take time to spend with your family. Yeah. And if that is, you know, picking up the phone and going to see your grandparents or maybe your parents, maybe it's an aunt and uncle or a mentor, I mean, pick up the phone and actually go there and see them. Mm-hmm. Pick up yeah. the phone and then and, and then go there and, mm-hmm. and, and hang out with them. And and Gloria, I mean, your dad's right across from you. And I'm, I guess I'm going to ask you the same question. I kind of just asked Joshua because I believe, I, I understand you have a brother and four other sisters, but you're the one sitting with me now. You're the one on my show. And um, I, what do you want the listeners to know about your father? I mean, you told some stories and how great of a guy he was. You know, he bought you horses and all that other. But, but, but what do you want people to know about your dad, Jerry? Well, um, I guess like I was saying earlier, and like Josh said, he didn't say it. You know, he didn't always sit down. He was more old-fashioned. We didn't sit and have conversations then about mm-hmm. commitment and all that, but he showed it. And he worked... He always had a full-time job at EJ, it's called EJ now, but he also always had some kind of business in his shop. Uh He always had a second job or to provide for us, and it was to go, like my mom was into presidents, Mm -hmm. so she was always studying, so we're often, our trips were like to see somewhere some president lived or um, Washington, D.C., and places that she wanted to go. Um, my sister Joyce was into the PTL club for a while. So he, t- um, the three of them went out there, you know, and so he was working hard with these at least two jobs, mm-hmm. but it was always where other people wanted to go and what other, you know, what his family wanted. Um, we always had all the clothes we wanted, all the food we wanted. And, um, but like Josh was saying, it was more of a, Living example. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell one story about Gloria. You know, she had these horses, you know, and and had, she had them at home, and one was a small horse and one was a bigger one. Well, that they're, they'd, they'd, they'd throw them off, you know. And then um, she, uh, the horse went across there and a stick there and hit him in the belly, and the, the girl, was Joyce, another daughter, went up in the air about 10 feet and come down. The horse was gone. She hit the ground. But 
I was going to tell a story about Gloria, though. Anyway, Gloria wanted to go on a trip. I said, well, okay, you can go on a trip. And I, I think that's the way it went anyway, sure. Anyway, she went there, and there was a whole bunch of other kids there. And there's on a horse riding thing. Well, anyway, this horse she had, she uh, was going along with it, and all of a sudden, something scared that horse. Anyway, it threw her off, and, and she was right under the horse. You know, come down, she's lucky she's alive, because that horse burned her, trampled her right in the ground there. Yeah. So that had been tough on you as a father to yeah. see your your daughter yeah. broken up a few. Yeah, it sounds well, like a few times, Gloria. Yeah, she it sounds did. like you fell yeah. off a horse a few times. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it was a few times. But it, but it, but again, I think that it's another life lesson, yeah, right? Sure. It doesn't have to be a physical horse. Got, sure. How many times do we get bucked off a horse in yeah. life? Yeah. And yeah. and we watch somebody sitting yeah. next to us. I took that a sat over grandkid it. on a horse and he ended up in front of her. And she was running along, and and something scared the horse, and, and it and it went sideways, and and uh, she went off, but she held on the little kid. It was probably how old was she? About five or six. Five or six. And so she kept holding on. She so she took the bang, and she busted one of her tooth out, and, <laughs> and uh, on that horse. Did you ride? I didn't ride him. So you, <laughs> he was a smart one. He bought him. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, one thing I was going to say, I got distracted, but what I was going to say is when you were asking me, and this is kind of a, another aspect of it, but I've always felt that I um, kind of cheated the system um, when I became a born-again Christian at 20 years old. And I was able to begin to know and love a heavenly father because I had such a good example on an earthly father Mm -hmm. that I could understand the forgiveness and the love and the dedication because, you know, you think, how could God love me? Well, then when I became a parent and I see how that unconditional love feels like on that end, like Josh is learning with his, Mm -hmm. you be, you, are able then to understand <clears throat> how a heavenly father could love you and forgive you and um, unconditionally also. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And, and, and I think it's an, again, I think it's important for people to realize it's not always about the money that's in a family. Mm-hmm. It's about the people in the family. Mm-hmm. Right. Does that make sense yeah, guys? No, I mean, you yeah. know I mean? Be, be, yeah. Because you can have less physical money but be a whole lot richer, not having the, yeah. the cash, mm-hmm. right? Right. And, 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 you know, again, I mean, we're sitting here with a, a modern day superhero mm-hmm. and, yeah. um, and, and I'm so blessed that I get yeah. to, to be here and, uh, yeah. just sit yeah. next to you. Yeah. Well, today I got five girls and I got five bosses. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, I can't believe that we're literally we uh, we have to end this here. In, you know, in a couple minutes, Jerry, do you want to say anything else? Did you have fun today on your first podcast? Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really, really nice. I never expected what I was going to be doing here. <laughs> so I just have to ask. I mean, when when you told your grandpa, "Hey, you're going to be on a podcast," did he say, "What's a podcast?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if I want to go or not. <laughs> Yeah. He didn't really have a choice, did he? <laughs> I'm a little hard to hear him because I'm 83 years old. <laughs> I yeah. love it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the, the thing too, just to kind of circle back is, you know, Johnny, you know, you know, we have people riding to work, you have people working out, listening to the show. And like, like Johnny said earlier, I just, I know you said it really well, but I'll just kind of reiterate, you know, uh, you know, who made you who you are, you know, and, and as a person, you know, and who have you made, you know, who, who, who they are. Right. And it's about those relationships and, 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 you know, I say I cheated the system, and I think my mom mentioned it too, as we're able to recognize those people in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so many times we don't recognize those people in their lives, our lives, until they're not in our lives. So I think my challenge to everybody listening is find yourself in that equation. And, and whether you're a husband or a father, you know, again, this is a great modeling example of, of that, that, that man, man in our lives but you've people listening have probably had people in your lives who've helped make you who you are. And, uh, the challenge for you is to reach out to them and spend time with them and and cherish them. And, and, and you and I, not to get off on social media and the internet and all the things that we have going on, but what is so important that we can't carve out a little time for those people? What is so important? The things that we're going to, and again, I'm just, I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. um, I, and I thank you, Johnny, for 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 helping yeah. share my grandpa's yeah. story. And and, yeah. and grandpa, last thing for you is, you know, and, and my mom too. You know, you guys, you know, loved me through a lot of times when I was very difficult. I was very difficult. My life was an absolute train wreck, and mm-hmm. and I didn't fix it by myself. Yeah. And I had amazing people. And thank you for Johnny for letting me. Mm-hmm. Um, share them with the world. Yeah, appreciate it. absolutely. So I, I just have a question <laughs> listening. Cause you know, the years that we've got to know each other, I've heard a lot of stories about you growing up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Was grandpa and your uncle, the ones that owned the dock yep. where, where they, yep. where they would put the docks absolutely. in. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. 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 My son. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yep. 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 I remember. Yep. I remember you telling me th- those stories. I started off mowing lawns and then I started off building docks for them. And then by the time I got out of college, I worked for them and I had customers on the lake and <laughs> all the way through college, even after I got out of college and I got a real job, I still worked there. Um, and honestly, off, you know, a different topic here. I, I sometimes miss it. Right. Sometimes I miss just going out building docks, putting stuff in the yeah. lake. But it, but those lessons, and you know, most of our lives get shaped. Our, our lives are always being shaped. Yep. But our lives get shaped. Eighteen to twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. We're doing a lot of foundational building. Yeah. That's and, right. And Grandpa and my uncle really did a lot to help shape me mm-hmm. to have a work ethic and, yeah. and, and stuff. So yeah, I worked for him for yeah. years. Sometimes I wasn't always a big fan of theirs because yeah. they're riding my butt too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I, I I know that your grandpa uh, doesn't like to say a whole lot, but I, you know, just you talking—if it's Gloria, you or Joshua, you—I mean, he's sitting there just like smiling and stuff like that. And that's mm. and that's the part that is so yeah. cool that you yeah. guys don't get to see. Yeah. And um, you know, it's been an absolute pleasure. And um, you know what, Joshua, I, I I appreciate the things that you said. And Gloria, I'm going to let you end this podcast any way that you want. Mm-hmm. The floor is yours, young lady. <laughs> well, I just want to say that, um, you know, Josh said not everybody has a grandpa or mm-hmm. those people, but there are some people in our life that we mm-hmm. can um, reflect on because everything's for a season. It's only a short time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can find those people out yeah. there and spend time with them yeah. and also be grateful to the people that are there for us. Yeah, You know, you just said something that I, that is so important, Gloria. You said that some 
people don't have those people in their in their lives. But there's a lot of people listening right now that do have those people in their lives. They haven't given them a chance to be in their lives. Would you agree? I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it's real deep, but I just yeah. literally, I, when, you, when you were talking about that, I'm like, how many people don't give people a chance? Yeah. yeah. Because they get mad at somebody and yeah. they hold grudges oh, on yeah. somebody don't, don't and they don't give them a chance. Yep. Yeah. It's, well, Gloria has always helped me with a lot of stuff in the last few years, you know. And of course, I got Gloria. She, I have problems, you know. At my age, I just can't figure out stuff, you know. And mm-hmm. This time, and uh, anyway, this, uh, and I got one daughter who's a registered nurse, so I go around telling people, "Well, I got a nurse for." <laughs> <laughs> she took me. I got a shot in the arm. You ever get that shot yet? Yeah, no, I haven't. Oh, the COVID shot? Well, no, got, not yet. I, I got the second one. She went with me, and then. When I went home, I said, geez, that hurts. I put a lot of Vicks on. And she's a nurse, so she goes, what? Come on there and said, what do you do there? And she said, you can't have Vicks on that. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to take it off in the middle of the night and, and get it something else on. Well, Jerry, you, you put your soul, right? Yeah. You soul into their lives. For I years. was just going to say, I mean, you gave up some of your life to raise those kids the right way. Yeah. And now it's their turn they're, they're to help you. So oh, yeah, just enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Well, just enjoy the pampering. Right, right, right. <laughs> one of the daughters took him to Florida. She has a place in Florida. She took him there for a month. Yeah. I was just going to ask, I was going to end the podcast. Gloria, I swear to God, I was going to end the podcast asking if Jerry ever made it to Florida. Yeah. I so he did. He, yeah, yeah. He went this year for a yeah. month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. how awesome yeah. is that? Yeah. All those things you you dreamt and and, and and then you went. One of the daughters lived down there. Nice. Down to Florida. Yeah. Any last closing remarks to any of you? No. Well, I just want to say this <laughs> real quick, and that's because um, another sister, two more sisters, they do a lot. They weren't really mentioned today, but they do a lot. Well, today. mention them. It's a well, perfect Doreen time to. Well, Terry, you know, they just do untold Amounts that, yeah, well, <laughs> that's what I mean. I just want to mention that it's just for time, yeah, certain subjects came up, but like he said, five bosses, but <laughs> there are also five people that care about them. Call help, and yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. I just, just, so. just curious, were you the only one to ride horses, or did, did your other sisters ride too? They did a little bit, the, but not no. it just ended up that I was the only one that was okay. really interested. But they would ride with me now and then, but mm. not much. That's awesome. Well, guys, I got to wrap things up. I can't believe okay. it's been it's okay. been over an hour. You're not leaving yet, Jerry, but oh, oh, uh, oh. I'm going to end this podcast. <laughs> and uh, I just want to thank each and every one of you for listening. I appreciate Jerry Roberts, you know, you hanging out with us, Joshua Spears, and Gloria Yu. And just and just sharing, uh, Jerry, your yeah. story. So yeah. thank you so much. Yeah. I'm Johnny D, the motivational cowboy, telling all of you: be safe, have fun, and remember, have yourselves an outstanding day. We'll see you next time on the Outstanding Life Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Outstanding Life Podcast. Follow Johnny D on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Motivational Cowboy. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, advertise, or would like to make a donation, please visit MotivationalCowboy.com. And remember to have an outstanding day.